Hey, welcome to the Gig Life Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie Taylor. This is a 2020 year in review show, a little short thing that I thought I'd whack up for you, sitting at home, having a couple of beers. It's raining outside. Uh, yep, bit of a reflection on a on a crazy year. Um, I won't focus too much on the whole COVID thing, um, although, you know, um, can't avoid it. Um, but anyway, this year... For the Gig Life Podcast, 37 episodes, 3,611 3, minutes, which is 60 hours or 60.18 hours of content out there. The podcast was ranked 19th most popular podcast on Spotify for 2020 and ranked number 10 on the Apple Podcast Music Interviews. So that was pretty cool to hear that stuff or to read that stuff. It's been heard in 32 different countries currently and it's 100% independent, self-produced by myself. So I just thought I'd share some of those little stats for you. Oh, and the other thing, um, the listenership has grown by about 115% since this time last year. So that's awesome. Thank you so much everybody out there that that tunes in and, and subscribes and listens um yeah like i've always said couldn't do it without you now i thought i'd go through some some high points of the year some low points of the year how i sort of dealt with the covid thing how the podcast dealt with the covid thing um if you just yeah just let me ramble for <laughs> for a few minutes and just you know get the stuff out so um I might just start this part of it by talking to you about something that that was probably the one of the most difficult things um, to get my head around this year. And um, back in 2019, uh, episode number 34, I interviewed Natasha Stewart. Um, now, tragically, Natasha lost her battle with cancer. Uh, in January this year, so um, just the impact that that young woman had on so many people's lives was just immense. I feel honoured to have met her, to have chatted with her on this podcast, and in doing that, um, I think we've added to her legacy. So um, I thought it extremely important to mention her today. Let's flip that around a bit now. I want to share with you one of the funniest moments uh, for me this year. Um, now, obviously, there's the um, uh, sitting down and doing the recording of, of the interviews and talking to the guests. And um, and before that, there's the research and, and that kind of stuff. But then afterwards, I have to sit down and, and um, go through and, and listen and edit and um, in episode 87, I interviewed Phil Sobrano. Now, if you haven't listened to that episode, you should go back and listen to it because it, it was very good. Um, it was done, you know, during COVID and it was a Zoom type thing. And, uh, um, yeah, I just, I just want to share with you something that, uh, that happened during that podcast um, interview that I wasn't aware of until I sat down and started editing. So just listen to this. 
And they're a one in a million. You know, yeah. they're really a one in a million. But um, there are some of those guys out there. Oh, yeah. yeah oh, definitely. Gee. Um, do you mind if I just go to the toilet for one second? Mate, go to the toilet, dude. Come on, mate. Come on. Don't are hold you, me are, back. Don't hold me are back. You, no, are you going to stay rec- <laughs> Leave Leave it recording. Yeah, leave it recording. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah. Yeah, so be back in a sec. Yeah. So Stevie's just gone off to the toilet. And uh, I thought I'd share a few thoughts with you uh, while he's at the toilet. Um, One of those thoughts is about um, what it's like to work in the studio when you're on your own. And uh, it's a very closed-in environment. In fact, the key to um, noise reduction and making a very quiet space is, is, is closing out all the air. So it's basically an airlock. The resulting um, situation when you're working on your own for hours on end and you're really excited about the project that you're doing, you don't want to walk away, is you tend to kind of fart every now and again. And, uh, well, I, I think you, you can imagine what that's going to Right, we're back. Yeah, we're back. <laughs> we were talking earlier today about your fascination with success in the show business. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so <laughs> you can imagine when I went back and edited that and I heard it, um, oh, I was just in tears. It was great. Um, now, um, we'll just talk about COVID for a little bit and um, I- I'll tell you sort of, what I was up to when it COVID sort of came about and um, how I sort of navigated the podcast through that and um, my sort of thoughts and feelings. Um, the last, oh, sorry. So majority of the interviews that I do, they're face to face. So I'll, I'll go out to the person's house or they'll come here to my studio. Um, th- before COVID, there was a few um of the New Zealand guests that I'd talked to that had to do via um, Zoom, that kind of thing. So to me, you know, sitting in a room with someone, um, you know, obviously it's far more far more personal and, and it's easier to get people to relax, you know, when they're sitting right in front of you. So the la- very last um, one-on-one face-to-face interview I did before COVID was Daryl Beaton um, and that was episode 76. And just before that episode came out and I'd done the editing, um, COVID hit. And while talking to Daryl, like Daryl was such a positive dude and and he was talking about his new music that he was going to release and and, um, things that he had coming up in the future. And all of a sudden there was almost like no sort of gig future. People were losing their gigs and all that kind of thing. So I really questioned, should I keep, releasing this episode so um i i, I released daryl's and then um i had some others uh sort of booked and the next one after that was was darren frugia and darren was supposed to be coming to sydney for a gig but it got cancelled for some reason i don't think it was because of covid so we we carried on with that um the next one after that was emma pask and we had organised to meet up in Bondi, 
And that was the first one that we had to cancel the face-to-face thing because because of lockdown. Um, so, you know, things, the world just started getting really sort of weird, you know. Um, but went through with that, talked to Emma, and then I had that realisation that this is going to be, this is the kind of the new normal for, for now. I, I thought just for now, <clears throat> the whole Zoom type thing. So went out, bought a new webcam and, um, you know, tried to <laughs> tidy my studio. So when you're looking <laughs> looking through the camera, it looked nice and tidy at the back and all that sort of stuff. Um, <clears throat> so I thought that would be a good time to start contacting some people down in Melbourne because that's a group of musicians um, that have been on my radar for a long time. Um, so I obviously thought, you know, people are in lockdown, a little bit easier to um, access. So I went about doing that and booked some fantastic uh, interviews with some of the Melbourne cats down there. Um, but what started to happen... You know, and I'll be I'll be brutally honest. The weight of it all was starting to take its toll on me, and um, you know, I had a little bit of a mini breakdown, which I've I've talked about before um, on the podcast. You know, got through that, but also what started to happen is the listeners started to drop off, and I I even considered stopping the podcast. Um, I thought maybe it was the name, you know, the Gig Life Podcast, and there weren't any gigs anymore, and I know that a lot of the audience um, listen to the podcast on the way to gigs or on the way home from gigs. Um, I, I mean, that's what I used to do. Um, and also there was the advent of, you know, the Facebook Live type shows that appeared, as well as new podcasts by artists and musicians that weren't gigging. So also, you know, I had guests um, that I had booked, they cancelled as they felt that they didn't really have a gig life anymore, so to speak. So, um, and they didn't want to talk about their past as they didn't know if they were really going to have a future in music. So it was heartbreaking to hear them hurting. So, you know, I did seriously question this podcast's place and all that, but I decided to keep going. And I, I'm so glad I did because you all came back, man. And as well as a whole bunch of new listeners so um that's cool man a couple of highlights for me this year have been the spotlight series episodes um episode 97 we did the steve gad spotlight myself gordon ripmeister hamish stewart in my studio here and then my old drum teacher Lance Phillip from Wellington in New Zealand on the Zoom and also Darren Ferugia and he was in Melbourne on the Zoom and we just talked about Steve uh, Steve Gadd for a couple of hours. It was just great. And then not long after that, <clears throat> that release, Steve Hunter, um, legendary Sydney bass player contacted me and, and said, I just listened to the Steve Gadd thing. It was fantastic. Why don't you do a Jacko Pistorius spotlight? And I said, that sounds cool. So we did it. And it just so happened that that 
episode, the Jacob Pistorius spotlight, ended up being episode 100. And, you know, obviously 100 episodes, that was one of my goals. And it was really cool to do that because we actually got to um, use the uh, first level of Lazy Bones in Marrickville in Sydney. And that was cool. It was just us. And, yeah, we just talked about Jacob Pistorius for a couple of hours. It, w- it was really, really cool. Um, obviously, talking to all these great musicians and artists throughout the year, I get to hear a lot of new music. Now, I just have a few that I want to mention that, that probably um, have had the biggest impact, you know, via the, via the podcast. So, um one album, Honest Oblivion, by Scordatura, and that's Tim Firth's band. I just, I just love that album. Um, Space to Breathe by Casey Burgess, that's fantastic. Um, LAB Four, um, I interviewed um, Ada Adams Tamatea this year, um, and in 2019 I got to interview Brad Cora and Joel Shabolt from LAB. So it was cool to you know, um, hear that album. And also the other one, uh, was rhythmized by Barry Leaf. Now that that's just fantastic. That's produced by Kerry Buchanan. Um, obviously Barry, um, uh, Mick Skelton playing drums, um, Dario Bortolin playing bass guitar, Bill Risby keyboards, Pete Northcote playing, um, guitar, uh, Tony has a party playing percussion. Just fantastic album. Just that to me, I think that one in particular was the one I probably listened to the most. So um, really cool. Now I also wanted to mention some people that have helped me this year, um, particularly with research or who have been there for me to call up and say, "Hey, what can you tell me about this person?" Or they would call me and say, "You know." Um, why don't you talk to this person? And those those two guys were Gordon Rittmeister and Hamish Stewart. Um, they introduced me to a whole bunch of uh, musicians this year that um, have become my friends and, and uh, that I've got to talk to. So um, thank you, gentlemen. Much appreciated. Now, lastly, before I wrap it up, uh, 2021, I will be continuing my partnership with... Take One, Eastside FM. It's a show on Friday afternoons between 3 and 4 p.m. And the, the Gig Life podcast have, has a segment about 10 to 15 minutes uh, every Friday. And it's like a shortened version of selected episodes of the Gig Life podcast. Um, links to Take One FM in the show notes of this podcast. Alrighty, that's it from me. Uh, 2020 if you dig the show and you listen on apple podcasts please leave a five-star review the gig life podcast is free always has been always will be but if you see value in the show you can donate go to the giglifepodcast.com or to the link in the show notes give as little or as much as you like but whatever you give just know that it goes back into creating the great content for this show. So again, that's it from me. Stay safe and I'll catch you in 2021. Cheers.